0: What up y'all, we're just catching a vibe, Uh, yeah. So uh, if you can hear me, give me a thumbs up, if you can hear me. I don't have the banner, I don't wanna mess up Joe's wall. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Tell your friends. Let's see, let me see if I can find it on here. Yeah, you could repost, it's on my fan page. But I'm gonna put it on my wall right now, and you can uh, repost it. Yep.
1: Share. Oh, wow.
0: How could I not? Boom. boom. Now you got a new light. Yeah. And boom. There you go. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. You could uh go ahead and... Uh, we're gonna give it... Oh, it's not right? We're gonna give it about one minute, and then we'll start the show. Oh, wow, this phone died. Wait. We'll just free stop. <laughs> the time. Yeah, go ahead. What up, Gully? <laughs> Yo. What up, G? Remember, uh, repost, like, uh, subscribe to this page. You know, like I said, we're just gathering people up. I know all you Northwest people go ahead. You're proud of your Northwest people like when Fever was on, so go ahead and share this. Yeah. See, mango's goes on. See, you, you, guys are pay- <laughs> you guys are faithful, <laughs> man. Come strong. Yeah. Yeah, you could go ahead and put up. There you go. Uh, yeah, there, you go. There, there you go. There you go. One minute, one minute. Remember, tell everyone Joe Rock is on the trade. <laughs> That's right, baby. That's cool. <laughs> And this is his apartment, (laughs) he said none of you guys been here yet. (laughs) What's (laughs) up with that? What's up up with that? (laughs) It's dope. Alright, cool. Alright, let's start. Ready? 3, 2, 1. Yo, what's up? This is Shadow Rockin' Pro for one of the Floor Gangs and Knuckle Neck Tribe. And you're watching The Trades, episode 25. (laughs) Goddamn. Show about hip hop breaking and the business of. Um, before we get started with the interview, I just wanna uh, tell you about the past two shows that happened prior. Uh, we had Why Not two weeks ago. Uh, you can check that out on this this page. Uh, and th- at the same time, we had an uh, interview with Charlie Rock, one of the original Zulu Kings from the uh, Uptown Bronx. And he broke down a lot of, he was like one of the first generation B-Boys to be at the Herc parties. You gotta check out that episode. He breaks down everything from watching the Twins, to like, you know, like uh, seeing Melly Mel break before he was rapping, even Grandmaster Flash break before he was DJing. That, that's how much like Trolley Rock was like breaking down history, you know what I mean? And we, we needed to make that link between, you know, uh, that generation, like the, the, the legendary twins and Track 2 to Spy. Because right now we are only going back to like about like Track 2 and Spy. We need to know more, we need to go deeper, we need to see those B B Boys that were at those jams. So without further ado, hailing from Seattle, Washington, now here in San Francisco in this nice ass apartment. (laughs) I had to like check in and all that type of stuff. We got Joe Rock from the Massive Monkeys. Give it up for Joe Rock. So yeah, um, you've been out here for about since so so October. So how many months is that? Like September-ish. September-ish. Yeah. So that's like what? Eight months? Ten months? Ten months? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like I've only seen him twice. (laughs) (laughs) But I've seen him obviously at all the jams. Like I've seen you at Freestyle Session. I've seen you. Where else have I seen you? I've seen you. Like I don't know. Every time I see you, it's just like at a jam, right? right? You know. And of course, you know. he 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 took time his time to go hey let's you know i was like hey let's do the trades he said do it in my apartment i was like yeah like this is all like you know i have my light, but this is all natural light this is how we gotta show like before we go when i do the rundown i'll show the outside view of joe's place it's really nice so um i want to start out with the uh first question since like you know i'm going to go out there to massive uh this year and then we're going to do the we're gonna do the show at the Beacon, right? We're gonna pick a Thursday night. We're gonna do a show. I want to give the massive history to the to everyone. So, but what I want to ask you is like, how did uh, the your anniversary start, the Massive Monkey anniversary, and uh, and you guys were like, if I'm not standing, tell me if I'm if I'm right or not. You guys were like one of the first. Besides, like Rocksteady, to kind of have an anniversary jam, right? Yeah, like, like when did it start? Yeah, so when did it start? Uh, when did the jam start? What year was that? Yep, can I reframe really quick? Yeah, go ahead. Just
1: want to give props to Profo for <laughs> like this dude's been supporting Massive Monkey Day since like the very, very beginning. Uh, former footwork champion, you know <laughs> oh, I, I got say? my ring. We'll yeah, get out we talk about it. Yeah, and then, like like, just want to go for you real quick. You okay. and you and your brother have always had these dope like media things that you've been doing. <laughs> and do you remember like I yeah. I, I actually paid these guys yeah. to yeah. support their show and in return yeah. you guys promoted yeah. some of you? Yeah, down. yeah. So I'm
0: I'm I'm honored to be back here and representing my crew. Uh, in our event, so thanks for having me yeah. in. I promote it every week, every time. Ever since I had the trades too, I started like right when I knew the date. You gave me the date, I was like, "Yo, I'm promoting it." Yeah, yeah. no problem. You know what I mean? Dumb. So yeah, thanks, Joe. But yeah, that's okay. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> it's all about him, not me. That's well, all that's question. Me So, um, so <clears throat> back in 2004.
1: 2004. Um, yeah, our crew, <laughs> Master Monkey. So I think it was uh, Twix. Bryson, uh, Juice, and Jeromsky, there was this crazy battle in London, it was like one of the first big world titles that right. wasn't like a battle of the year type deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were literally like, this is way before like UDEF Pro Breaking Tour, right, and they were right, giving right. out crazy money, right? right? And they had a whole bunch of uh, dope crew, so it was like the first real like world like battle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, it was them and super crew in okay. the finals, and they won, uh, and then we came back, and they, well, they came back uh, to the US, I remember being in the garage of like, Massive Monkey House back in Seattle, where we right, right, there, right. And, I remember like, that house too. <laughs> I remember being in the garage training, and like, I heard that they won, like, and I was freaking out, like one of them had called, and it was like a thing. But we just thought it was like, dope, we won a big jam. Right, you know? Like, right, that's right, cool. Right. But then like, the mayor's daughter was somehow affiliated with our crew, like new people, the right. mayor of Seattle, the, her daughter, the daughter, new people right. in the crew, and uh, word got to her, which got to him, right. that uh, that we had won this world title, right? right yeah, yeah. And so that, combined with like, we've been doing years and years of like community service, right. teaching. Yeah. There's like this rich history of like, like Fever 1 and all the OGs from DBS and all the way back, like in Boss Crew and then us. In Seattle, um, it's kind of this lineage. So we right. just got we, you know, we adopted that, and we taught the next generation. Right, right, right. So basically, the mayor was like, we want to give us our own day, like a proclamation for our own day. Right. That's so So um, we used to practice at this community center, uh, historic place in Seattle called Jefferson, which is uh, Jefferson, which is like Me- used to be mecca for like Northwest breaking. Right, so I, right. I came up in Portland uh, before I moved to Seattle. I got right. down with Massive Monkeys, and I would drive. Uh, to Jefferson every week to practice yeah. it felt like a jam. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like this whole experience. So um, the mayor came to Jefferson, we had a small ceremony, um, and then the following year, I was like at the time I promoted a few events you know yeah. um, and then there's other people in my crew that had done some events So we were like why don't we do an event to kind of commemorate right. Massive Monkey Day because it's right. this thing you now we have our own day and yeah. like, at the time I don't know any other b-boy crews where the city gave them their own yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, day. Like, it was don't know a long know. time ago right but there's been a few you know like Kowalski yeah. and I think uh, Rocksteady and yeah Rocksteady, yeah, yeah, Rocksteady yeah. for sure uh, and there, and I think there's more now I think maybe even uh, Break Free and Boy that right, got in, right, right, right. and there's probably some I'm forgetting but, but back in 2004 I think we were like the first. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's what wow. I mean. That's what I mean. But I think you know, as, as much as we were fortunate to get that, we were just blessed. We were a little bit lucky, actually. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? like because at the time, like, it was just a nice little culmination of factors that, that the, the mayor got a whiff of it, and um, so anyway, we were like, how do we massage this thing and make it a thing, right? right, right. So we did our first jam. We did it at the University of Washington. This place called the Student Hub. It's like. Down little basement thing and uh, we had a couple hundred people show up it was a pretty dope event and we just started doing it every year and like yeah we just focused on really like how do we create a hip-hop moment it wasn't really even about just breaking it was like how do we get like the whole hip-hop culture involved and make it a weekend so it's always been our vision to make it a weekend yeah and we just did it every year and tried to keep it like the way that like like our crew rocks you know it's like Little bit show, a yeah. little bit dynamics, but definitely like ciphers yeah. and like really yeah. more about. So like that was the genesis of it, and we've just done it every year, and we've been blessed to have like guys like you and people come out like every year and support it. Um, and here we are, you know. It's um,
0: oh, you know, it's about 13 years later, you know. And uh, 2004, I was like, yeah, really, oh shit, and that was crazy. Yeah, and that's uh, let me uh. Me, before I get to the next question, if you've got any questions for Joe Rock, go ahead and ask it right here. Give a shout out to Spin, you haven't been to the NBA Sven,
1: so. hit me up. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not kidding. This public commitment. I'm going to buy your ticket. Damn! I, I got you. All for, right. My personal, I got you. Just let me know.
0: You see it? Just like that, so pe- right?
1: People don't know that Spend like, he, he, he uh, designed some of our right. flyers. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, we, like, turned it into a shirt. We wanted to turn it into, like, a comic book. It was, like, <laughs> it left this imprint on our crew for years so like your family
0: bro just let me know i got you see what <laughs> happens when you watch the train spend you need to watch more well anyway yeah so if you have any questions for joe rock besides spend making that that statement <laughs> go ahead and ask me when i get to the next question so my other question is you know uh, for a lot of events you know you guys held a lot of traditions and stuff like that so why did you place Right now, like I think the only two major footwork competitions, it used to be outbreaking breaking you guys, now it's like the Concrete uh, Concrete All-Stars and you guys. What made you want to do like a footwork belt? Yeah, well I mean like at the time it would like, if you've been to a Massive
1: Monkey Day event, you know like we invest in like explaining to the, the crowd. So just, just let me break it down, right? Yeah. So we have... Over a thousand people that are in there, something like a little bit, about half or a little bit under half, or like they've never been to a breaking yeah. event or um, they don't know anything, they're not B Boys or b-boys. Yeah, yeah. dancers of any kind, right? Yeah. So anyway, um, we try to explain, like break it down, but not make it corny and not yeah. like slow the whole thing down, but keep them along for the ride, so it doesn't feel like inside baseball. Yeah, kind of yeah, zone, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, anyway, so but, but the footwork thing, um, like if you know Massive Monkeys, you know that footwork was always core to like our style. Right. Footwork, right. commandos, foundation. Obviously, like we've graduated to something completely different over the last uh, 20 years or so or whatever. But like in the in the beginning, right. like we. I think the crew really came together around footwork, right? You look a lot of like the freestyle session in 99, you look a lot of our routines and our commandos. It was like around footwork. That was basically like our, not just foundation for breaking, but foundation for our crew. Um, You know, and then also like selfishly, like I was entering a bunch of footwork battles. He was, was, 2004,
0: 2004, (laughs) you you see the videos, he ain't just a promoter. This guy's still nasty, bro. I see him in like, like when I go to mass, he's just like, I gotta warm up and do stuff. I was like, damn, this motherfucker's still a hill of shit. Don't, don't believe him. Nah, nah,
1: man. No, nah. nah, real talk though, So so like, it was partially just like, like I was working with a small group of people in the crew to like produce the ideas and the concepts and I just wanted to make it really true to like what right. we were about right. and then like totally selfishly like like I'm just, I'm a, if you've ever seen me break you know I'm like 98% footwork that's just like what I appreciated most about the dance and so like I kind of wanted to immortalize that part of our dance and I just kind of thought like okay, we've been through a lot of phases back right. then like footwork was starting to get on and foundation was starting to get on then we did like the whole like like thanks to Alien Ness and a bunch of other folks like I get evangelized around the world and nowadays it's like you got to have everything yeah. right but I always wanted to make sure I knew that like footwork was like y- you know was going to elevate but I wanted to make sure it was like always a part of the conversation right so right, that like right. it was like isolated and that like it was focused on and that like the people that are practitioners of that little aspect of our dance could like uh get their shine and create this platform and then like over the years I was like yo like I just low key want to. I want the. I want it to be the most like the greatest <laughs> footwork battle of the world, right? So Uh-oh. like,
0: I don't think we're quite there. I hopefully we're close. You yeah. know, I think. I think. I mean, you know, like I, the, the one of the main things is not just bragging rights, right? Because for a long time I was the bragging rights. But let's talk about when you introduced the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, let's yeah, give shots out to Rodrigo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Francisco.
1: Family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so first of all, like like my boy Rodrigo he's massive monkeys orig- original boss crew which was like our predecessors in a lot of ways um, his family's uh, they're, they're jewelers and uh, you know like when, when when like Jerome and I would go to New York and like spend summers in New York and like train with anyone that would teach us like it was like the illest thing to have a four finger eight like right, a gold right, jump right, off right. like you'd save up all, yeah. all year and like you get it dipped and like it's your name and it was like a thing, right? Yeah. Plus like a hip-hop iconic thing. Yeah. So I, I I just was like, how dope would it be? I think I think Rod and I were talking and it was like, how dope would it be to just like the prize is a four-finger ring. Like yeah. that's way more important than the money you'll get and spend. Right, right, right. And it's just yeah, like yeah. this like tight-knit group of people, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That like have the massimongy day ring with like your name etched in it. Yeah. So like it just became this thing that like, I don't know, I wanted it to be special. Right, like we right. we all wanted it to be special. The crew wanted it to be like yeah. Uh, an iconic thing around footwork, and so I think that the genesis was like Rod's family's in the jewelry,
0: and take advantage of it. So my eyes will do it. What was uh, what year did you start the ring? What I year was that? I think it was 2007. 2007. Dude, yeah. two. that's crazy. What, and I think four? I think Rock Force won that year. Actually. Yeah. Hold on, you know, give me. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go to the next question real quick. Like I said, is anybody got a any, uh, you know, I saw a shout out from, uh, Vicious. Um before I get to the next question, cause I put my ring somewhere, I gotta bring it out to show it. But, um so, um what, what, what brought on the, uh, the whole uh, extra, uh, extra, extraordinary future. Like, what, what brought that justice in, like, what's the purpose and, like, you know, how'd you start it? I'm gonna let you take the camera and let it explain it and then I'm gonna grab the ring. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna talk to myself,
1: <laughs> Well, this guy, like, actually, he's, he's in my fridge right now. <laughs> trying to get some water. Uh,
0: wait. Nah, no, it was in my pocket, yeah, go ahead. I was like, careful with it. But, yeah, go ahead. Okay, no, let's, let's show the ring. Alright, wait, go wait, the wait, there, wait, bro. Bam. Right there's backwards, but you know, <laughs> the selfie mode. But this is the ring, this is from 2012. Just to just if you don't know the details, there's like right here, it's actually you can't see it in the light, but there's carvings that says, you know, what year I won. Yeah, right here. So that's the ring. That's what like uh, only a few of us have, even though I've won four battles. This is like I don't rock this all the time, <laughs> but when I can, I'm like. But yeah, okay. all right, now we're talking about Extraordinary We can uh, keep talking right? about the ring. Oh, if you, you want to, look, here's the model. Right okay, there. so um, <laughs>
1: Extraordinary Futures. Yeah. Uh, like I said, like, Massive Monkeys has always really been about, like, the community stuff. Um, and, and it's like this idea of each one teach one, but, like, personified. Like, it's in the DNA of our crew. Uh, you know, we try not to, like, run around and, like, brag up about all, like, oh, we're doing all this community right, work. Right, we just right. do it. Like, we just teach, we just have, like, I've had many mentees, and right. um, you know, we try to set the example and, and like, you know, lay the, lay the bricks for the next generation that's coming. And uh, we have lots of kids that we've taught that they don't even break anymore, but they've just right. taken like these life lessons. So that's important. Extraordinary Futures was like, how do you how do you combine breaking and like leadership skills? Right, right. How do you put those two things together in, in a systematic way to unpack like, some of the things that we all learn through breaking on accident? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like Yeah, we were talking yeah. Please talk about so that. So most yeah. most of us like came from like weird backgrounds, like all kinds of different, like single parent households, low income, crime, whatever, come from the hood, like that whole bit. Um, and, and some of us didn't, but like didn't have like there's like something like not, when I say us, I don't mean just like massive something about b-boys, like at least from like the 90s generation. Like yeah. it was almost like all of us had something wrong with us, and breaking yeah. was the way that we like with it, you know what I mean? Focus, discipline, kinda of like martial arts. That's right, that's right. So like, so we when we took a step back, we're like, wow, like breaking in hip-hop it really served us. It wasn't just breaking, it was hip hop. It like really served us in a way that like look like many of us wouldn't be we'd would be in a lot of trouble or in jail right. yeah, or something crazy if we didn't break or got or fall in love with hip hop and so we like how do we how do we distill that down to like a formula. You know, so we we sort of experimented with like, like lessons, right? So we'll teach like a leadership lesson and then we'll teach like a breaking lesson and and compare like, like, so they can sort of drill it in and and draw it into their lives. And um, you know, we started that, I think in 2012, and uh, but we didn't. It wasn't just a massive monkeys thing. So uh, got a big shout out to. So there's a lot of people that contributed. Um, you know, in particular, uh, my boy Mike Ski. Mike Ski, uh, what up? Mike Ski's basically been like with us riding shotgun, if not in the driver's seat, for a long time. On extraordinary futures, like really pushing uh, the next level, what that looks like. And so we we've, we've played with a lot of different formulas. And like you know, first it was just teaching classes uh, yeah. in, in schools and middle yeah. schools and going out to schools. Then we got the studio, so we started teaching there. Uh, we had a program called um, uh, Massive Experience or something like that, um, where we, we just tested a bunch of formulas, right? So we've like we've introduced like through partners, we've introduced like tutoring and yoga and breathing and mindfulness and um, you know. So for now, so I got the yeah.
0: dark camera. Maybe this is a uh, not turned on I think. Oh yeah, yeah. go on. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're gonna no, keep going, keep going. Anyway, so we are having some uh, some power
1: issues. Anyway, so that was extraordinary futures. You know, fundamentally, we just wanted to make a program that could teach leadership and bring. try the other
0: uh, other plug there you go boom no wonder why this phone died because <laughs> it wasn't plugged in wait like, wait that's what happens we're live man yeah. we're live guys so, we're live so yeah I'm sorry I just to repeat so you tested out so you had Mike Ski help out so like where's the, okay so where's the program right now yep. you're out here in San Francisco so like yep. how, how are you continuing who's like who's helping with uh, the staff out there in Washington so in
1: 2000 end of 2013 um uh, 2014-ish, I moved to LA to start right. a, a company in LA, right. and um, I've you know, basically been in California since, so I transitioned out of my role, which is a, as executive director, and uh, Flo Funk, Florentino Francisco from our crew, Rod's brother, uh, took over as executive director, uh, Mike Ski took over as the chairman of the board, and it's really been those guys like grinding out classes and grinding out concepts, and uh, what's nice about Massive Monkey Day um, is that it's actually like the number one mechanism for fundraising for us. Uh, So we have relationships with like, you know, wealthy people and other people that donate to Extraordinary Futures. Um, But really Massive Monkey Day and all the money that we make from there, it all goes to Extraordinary Futures. That's dope. So like that's that's why if you look at the event, it's you know, it's it's usually presented by Extraordinary Futures or 206 Zulu, which is like kind of the unspoken partner of everything we've done since day one. Uh, Shout out to Tecumseh, I see you bro. Um, So anyway, like, but, but but I just gotta give love to those that came before us, cause like that, like we just were kind of born into this like, this like culture in Seattle of like really giving back. Like everybody kind of has a heart of giving back, whether that's the 206 Zulu guys or, or the guys that came before us, or DB1 or Fever, we just like put the work in and come to Jefferson and teach. So like, EF was our way of like, how do we systematize that and uh, pass that on to the next generation? Let's cool. So
0: um, this is just a freestyle question. Um, what? So, you know I've been to like you know Joe said I've been to a bunch of massive monkeys and I continually to keep co- coming um, and one thing is um, I know it's between like the jams I go to and I always like push right without you no one has to give me money I'll just put it out there is that the balance right there's a balance of like good good crowd uh, good music, Competition is important, but not, and then ciphers. So, what does it take for all anybody out there who wants to throw a good event, right? What would you say is like key things for you to throw a good event? Oh, thank you. That's <laughs> we got no. We got okay, to like, so, there, there might so, be someone in the future. I think right?
1: like when you're young. You don't think about the future, right? right like right. you don't plan ahead very much. Right, right. You know, <laughs> like right, you're right. just young and invincible, and it's like I could screw that up, and it's fine. Like I'll break myself, and I'll get fixed in a day, like Wolverine style. Right? right, right, right. But like when you're in hip hop, it's like 10x that. Like yeah. we, we really don't think ahead. <laughs> so like I and I didn't think ahead. Like I threw my first event like like 1998 or something. It was like some right. small community center. Like and I just like I did everything wrong. Like yeah. I see, I'm not. I'm not. So wasn't smart about it at all. Right. <laughs> um. But the, like the number one thing. I I think in like anything that's like in exchange of value for money, like businessy, even events is like like think ahead, like your first event is not gonna be as dope as it is gonna be on your fifth year. So like first of all, plan to do it for five years. Like why would you start breaking for one year and then quit? You should when you come to the craft of being a promoter, like you gotta come with that same, you have to fall in love with it the same way you fall in love with like the culture of hip hop and breaking. You gotta like wanna be excellent at it even though you're gonna be terrible at first, even with help, right? Um, and And so first of all, like if you're down to stick around for a while and you've thrown one event, like my biggest recommendation is when you go negotiate with the venue, negotiate like multiple years. Right. Like, so if the venue is expensive, be like, okay, like, what if I did it for two years or three years? Would you would you lower the price? Right. Then you've just locked in low price for three years, That's and you've lowered the price now. And like, there's no like, you know, you may or not may or not may or not be around like in a few years, but like, you've got a lower price. And like, find the people you, you know. want to build with. Like, find like like and just believe in them, right? So, like, like I love Lean Rock enough to use him as an example. Like, I was in Japan for that crazy earthquake. That's why I couldn't oh, make yeah, it. Oh, like yeah, yeah, anniversary. yeah, yeah. But I remember being on that trip, and like I just hit him up and was like, I would love for you to come and spin at Master Monkey Day. Like, we kind of had our residents. Um, you know, people like to come to people like Q's and DB1 right. and Soul and Bless1, but I was like, Lean was like really coming up and at the time, like, wasn't really up where he is now, you know, so I was like, well, come to Massive Monkey Day and like, I would love to have you out there, but I was like, he came and he did it and like, he prepared, like, he knows that we're about the community, so he prepared this crazy, like, West Coast hip-hop set that was edited it had like all the edited like nwa right, 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 it was, right, it was right. amazing right yeah yeah yeah, yeah so okay. like I, I remember yeah yeah. so yeah. i was like all right i want to um i like i just made a conscious decision that like you know of course like as a crew we made a decision like we want to invest in lean and bring him back and make him a part of the event right and like like there's been years where like he's come out and like he wasn't super happy with the way that he DJed, but we're like yo it was just who cares like we're all building like it's this whole process so like we were looking years down the line to like you know to get him involved and we Try to do that with everybody so like you know the people that provide our sound the people that uh, do our security the like all these people are people that have been down with us for years and it's like all these little things where if you just say all right i'm gonna plan ahead and build my team and take it seriously and really like try to be excellent in it and not just think short term like yeah. how much money can i make right. and yeah like yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. that's so that that whole thing that's like one bucket of thinking right. the next thing is is like sacrifice making money to, for a better environment yeah. like like if you could like not throw it in a gym with bright lights right. and put the environment Yeah. Right yeah. and like overspend yeah. on a ridiculous DJ just at least just one and like and then either learn how to host or like get a yeah. dope host like yeah. that's like most of it like yeah. keep your costs low negotiate long term contracts Make the venue fresh, like dark environments that are that are well lit enough for cameras. Listen then, up kids. Yeah, and <laughs> then like <laughs> And then like overinvest in your DJ. Like and if you just do that, like don't 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 fly a lot of people out. I made that mistake. I do that all the time, because I like to like have the homies come and whatever, right? Like But like But I like I, I really just if you throw an amazing event people will come so massive monkey day like ev- every three years like w- like we'll invest we'll, we'll fly a bunch of people out and then for two years later we won't fly anybody out and everyone just comes, comes. yeah it makes a lot of noise yeah. Yeah. so like I think if your events really dope like people will come like look how many people come to freestyle session right? yeah no, that's really. that's like the, in the US that's yeah. like the, the mecca of, right, like, right, right. of events from the 90s and like like, I think that just shows like that's the that's the model. Like when I sit down, I'm like, how can I do it big? Like I'm like, what would Cross do? You right, know what I mean? right. so.
0: Yeah, that's crazy because like, you know, even like in Radical Force when I was out there, he was supposed to be there. But in Radical Force, I was like, this is crazy because there's a high return rate. Yeah. Like super high and that's the same thing for Massive. There's a higher I always see... Same faces, like, and the thing is, you always see me out there, like, period. If it's if they get me out or I get myself out, it doesn't matter. I always end up being there because I know it's one like one of the more fun jams, and everyone's cool. You know what I mean? Like the fact that you even have a studio out there at Beacon. Shout out to everyone out there in the Beacon. Just you know, you have a station where everyone can kind of come and meet up in the middle of the city and just like, oh, let's go over here. We you know, Sundays are usually workshop days, so I mean. I don't know, if you haven't bought your ticket yet, it's, it's in about a month, you, you should go get your ticket for Massive. <laughs> Actually,
1: you can uh, look it up right now. And make sure you... Oh, like, oh, he's looking up. Technology. All right, if you, have, if you have Venmo, just hit us with an at MMDayWeekend. It's $10, so let me explain, let me sell this to you. Okay? <laughs> sell, sell, so sell. All right, so, so uh, I think in Seattle we, we have like a lot of really good events. We have like the Sweet 16, we have Massive Day, we have Rain Supreme. Right. Uh, so Mike Ski's been co-producing Massive Day with me the last uh, th- about three years or so. And so uh, we basically collaborated, I was like, wouldn't it be dope if we had Rain Supreme on Friday? Like a right. Rain Supreme yeah. Special Edition, right? Yeah. So the Rain Supreme Special Edition is 10 bucks to get in, uh, there's a one-on-one, there's an all-styles battle anyone can enter, uh, the one-on-one is gonna Uh, Gets like a a free flight. I think it's the BIS in in Shanghai. Oh, okay. Trip to China for winning the one-on-one, right? Um, And then Master Monkey Day, you know, we've got, I don't know, lots of money. Who cares about prize money? The event's events more important than the prize money, but like... Um, you know, it's a three-on-three, three, and then we've got the world-famous footwork battle where you go in the ring, um, and it's just and it's dope, right? It's Seattle; the weather will be better. We moved it out a month; it'll be in May. Like I'm yeah. on wood; it'll, pro- <laughs> it'll probably rain. I, don't know I, said well, that. I mean, yeah, yeah. But even when it rains, it's dope. And uh, and Sunday we have amazing workshops. Um, you know, you can look it all up at MassiveMokiesDay.com That'll redirect you to the Facebook page. You can RSVP for updates or. You can just hit us at MM Day Weekend on Venmo, with thirty bucks. I'll secure you a ticket to
0: both Damn. events.
1: Uh, we'll have at the door for you. That's it. Damn, like
0: that. Venmo, yeah. check it out. He's catching. Joe's already thinking ahead, catching up to the future. It's not, I can't, it's not even me. I gotta give all
1: the love to Mike Ski. There I mean, you go. Like, hey, you know so, what? it's part of your team. No, straight up. Like he team. is. He is like he's. That, I, I can't give Mike Ski enough love, man. Like like legit. I've been on the grind, heavy. Like, yeah, with a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. Um Olympics, pro for my day job. Oh, you have heard it here. He actually yeah. mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> um, his name's on the list. It's true.
0: It's true. I'll hate um, mail goes to
1: <laughs> Please send it all to me. I can take it. But honestly, uh, but yeah, no, I, I can't give enough love to Mike Ski because like. Like, to me, like, he's the future of, of like, events in Seattle. And, like, we're, I'm glad we're good friends and, like, I can lead on him just about everything. So, I mean, shout out to him for the Venmo idea.
0: That was all. Awesome. That's just dope. Yeah, so we're about to wrap it up. Uh, before we wrap it up, I'm going to give the rundown real quick. Rundown. So, first event, actually, that I have here in my cards is Massive Monkey Day weekend, uh, May 19th and the 20th. First day is Reign Supreme, like he mentioned, uh, Seven Smoke All Styles, right? One on one, I didn't know that it was a trip to China. Through BIS, yeah, it's one of the bigger jams out there in China. Uh, that's, I, now I know why Danny's out there. He's doing the call flyer. so check that out. That's the first day on the 19th. Then on the 20th is the main Massive Monkey Day, which is obviously uh, the three on three, and then the footwork battle. If you want one of these, and you want that, not not just that, you're battling against the guys, the top dudes, straight up, that come out there, right? So that's May 19th and May 20th, Seattle, Washington, massive monkey day. And then the same day, I got to give a shout-out to Puerto Rocksteady, right, give a shout-out to Legs. Uh, that's May 19th and uh, that whole weekend in Puerto Rico. Music Festival, you got Talib Kweli, uh, Nice and Smooth, TKA for all you freestyle heads That's out nice there, <laughs> right? K7 for those people, fans of the mask, because uh, that, that come baby come was on that uh, uh, soundtrack. You can check that out if you can. All the course. other kids are like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All the old people are like, if you want those postones, those like I said, you know, and it's like, and you're closer and you're like, you know what, I want to be on the beach, then I was. Then that's another option. We're all about options here in the trades. Yeah, if you're afraid of the rain, <laughs> go to Rocksteady. Please, it's gonna be legit hot. There you go. And uh, July 15th, out here in Northern California, we got Style Elements Anniversary. Uh, that's gonna be the main day, uh, July 15th. But the day before, they have uh, the pre-party, but we just confirmed uh, Breaking Air National, you know what me and Ajax does out here, you know, shout out to MEX, we do the Breaking Air National uh, circuit, we're going to have it at the pre-party and that's uh, July 14th, July 15th, Style Emotion Anniversary in San Jose, California. And then after that, in New York, we have the Rocksteady Anniversary, 40th anniversary of the Rocksteady, July 28th to the 30th in New York, you can check out the website, uh, you can check out the website for both Rocksteady and Porter Rocksteady. Um, after that, if you don't know, in Herleen, Holland, we got the Notorious IBE, August 4th, 5th, and 6th. They got Fort Work Battle too, focus on Fort Work. <laughs> Street Jam It's more of a party. You know the game that they're really—it's really now on the street. They, not just the—you know—not just the competitions, but they have a party on the street. So check that out. if You don't know about—you know—Notorious IBE. Of course, the dark side of Hunchai, the biker version of of breaking events. We got Concrete All Stars. August 19th in LA, California. Shout out to the Concrete All-Stars. If you want to feel like what is it been, what, the mixture of biker bars and, and breaking, check out Concrete. And they got Footwork Battle 2. So if you lose at <laughs> Massive, you always <laughs> got that chance at Concrete All-Stars. You know what I mean? All right. And then after that, August 27th uh, in LA, we got the Freestyle Session 101 Qualifier for Undisputed. That's happened in August 27th, you can check that out. I don't know, we were supposed to talk to Cross, but I'm not sure if he has a 35 and up battle still. Like, I'm interested in that. I don't even qualify for that. <laughs> they have the 35 and up battle, I'm doing it. That's all I'm saying. If it, he was talking about it, but if he has it, I'm, I'm there. And then the week after that, all in Honolulu, Hawaii, we got the melting pot, uh, done by the 808 Breakers. We got the two-on-two, oh man I hear people, we got Intact and them that are coming, I talked to Katsu and them, they're like, I want to go because it's, it's cheap for them to go from Japan to Hawaii, so I was talking to Issei. I was talking to Moon uh, Zero, I was talking to Narumi, and Ayumi. I was like, yeah, they're like Hawaii, and I was like, yeah, Hawaii, it's so an easy <laughs> sell, right? yeah, exactly, Hawaii, they're like, let's go, three-day, it's a three-day event, first day on workshops, second day is uh, two-on-two, exhibition battles with Hijack, from 808 and Floor Games versus Vicious Vic from MF Kids and Squadron and then myself versus Skillroy. Like I said, Boom. Like I said, that's why I'm training right now, man. You guys, if you guys chase my, if you see my social media, I'm training because I'm going against Gilroy, that guy's no joke, and like I said, I'm going to tell Leesky and Bo that whatever music they play gotta be freestyle music or electro and early 90s hip hop, like that's it, <laughs> like we have to take it to like our generation, oh, fresh. you know what I mean, that's just what it is, oh yo, wait real quick, I see Squid, yes, there's a, a qualifier for Red Bull in LA June 3rd, I'm going to write that for next week, I got you, Squid. But if you're in the LA uh, area, June 3rd, Red Bull uh, Last Chance Cipher qualifier to go to Holland. And Don't forget June 10th, Fresh
1: Descendants IPA beer release party. Oh shoot! Make sure go. that's going down in New York with uh, yeah, with us. With, yeah, at yeah. the Okay, and I gotta write that, that down.
0: I will write that down for next I'll week. I'll write soon. Europe
1: too. It's in
0: July. I gotta write that down.
1: Europe. <laughs> <write> <laughs> I mean, the move is go to Outbreak Europe and then go to IBE. That's like the greatest two weeks of your breaking life ever. Like, just do it.
0: Don't even think about it. There you go. All right. And uh, before we sign out, um, I want to talk about uh, next week's episode. We got uh, my man K1, one of my mentors, a Brooklyn B-Boy from the 80s to now. Really dope. Influenced a lot of kids out there in NY. So you want to check that out again Thursday here at this channel. So before we sign out, uh, where can they find you on your social media platforms?
1: Um, you can find us at Massive Underscore Monkeys. Um, you can find me at JR Stolte. I don't really like, mess with social media. Like, don't find me on social media. <laughs> um, but the most important thing you should do is go to MassiveMonkeysDay.com and RSVP for the event. And uh, at MM Day Weekend on Venmo, to you get your tickets. That's the move
0: all right and you can find me right here on this channel facebook.com slash pro one capital flgz or on instagram at profo underscore flgz this has been the trades episode 25 before we sign up i i need to show you that view real quick check that view out god damn joe (laughs) What a pimp. (laughs) Check that view out. Hey, if you're a good promoter, you can come up like this. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. All right, this has been The Trace. Peace, y'all.